what we do here is go back, 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 back. You are listening to the It's Not About You podcast by Felicia Baird. This is a lifestyle podcast where we talk all things business, self-love, spirituality, and how people are giving back to the communities around them and building them up all at the same time. Each week, we have real, raw, honest conversations with inspiring people who are doing really cool things, expanding us, growing us, and making us realize we're pretty friggin' amazing. And we have everything inside of us that we need to do really cool things too. I'm your host, Felicia Baird. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome back to the It's Not About You podcast. I'm so happy that you guys are here. It's a really great episode. First of all, I just want to apologize for the lack of podcasts for March. Um, I think I underestimated how long it was going to take me to get used to being back in Canada. Like the jet lag was probably, it was insane. Like when I got home in the first week, I was expecting to sleep a lot and I didn't really have a week to rest. I went right back to work, um, which was great. I've started a new show. It's a new production and I love it a lot. It's one of my favorite shows that I've worked on. Um, But I was expecting to sleep a lot in the first week, but then come like the second week and the third week, my body was just so exhausted still. Um, Like I barely even celebrated St. Patrick's Day. It's like my body was telling me, you've partied for a month straight. You need to chill out. And I listen. I listen to my body when it talks to me. Um, I think it's really important. But I was not expecting this body to take this long to recover. That's for sure. Um, So today on the podcast, we have um, a wonderful holistic nutritionist. She is from Toronto. Her name is Meg, and she is from getglow.to. And what's great about Meg is that she specializes in acne, which I love. If you've been following my journey on Instagram, um, you know that I have suffered with acne my whole life like it's something that I've it's just always been in my life I had it really bad during puberty I went on the pill in like grade eight um I was on the pill for like 15 years and then I decided I didn't want to be on the pill anymore and I got off of the pill and from there my face just exploded like it's been bad and I'm like three years post-birth control at this point and I've just been dealing with it. I have acne scars. So she deals with women and men, I should add, that are that have really bad acne, like really bad adult acne. Um, it doesn't go away and it doesn't get easier. It still sucks when you look in the mirror and you see it. Um, so she is a saint for dealing with that, first of all. Second of all, What's great about her that separates her from like dermatologists and such is that she's had acne. Um, She's had bad acne. She has used herself as a guinea pig for trial and error on what works and what doesn't. And she's dedicated her whole life to helping other people fix that about themselves. And what's kind of what I love the most about getglow.to is that she figured out that this is something that is bringing a lot of people down and she is making it her mission to fix it and um, it's so true when we talk about it in the podcast about how 
you go to dermatologists and they basically just, you know, they're not really there emotionally. Um, they're not like a great emotional support system. They're basically there just to tell you what's, what's up and, uh, they can't really sympathize with what you're, what you've got going on. And it can be a little bit, um, one, so frustrating and two, a little like just insulting and demeaning, like, okay, you didn't think that I tried that. Thanks kind of thing. And, um, that's what makes her so great is that she not only is able to provide you the tools and the supplements and the skincare products that work for your skin um, and it's like a personalized regime and she's there for you to help you work through all of it she's also there emotionally to help you through it and that is the best part about this whole program so um, if you're struggling with acne one listen to this podcast she's amazing she's got some great tidbits in here um, that would really help you and two you're not alone me, I'm dealing with it. And three, go check her out on getglow.to. That is her Instagram. And um, yeah, she was just such a great person to interview. And she's so sweet and so lovely. And you guys are going to love her, I promise you. Um, before I get into the podcast, though, I just wanted to talk about this program that I've launched. It um, stems from my freebie that I have on my website. I don't know why I keep emphasizing my words. Bear with me. Um, the freebie is the journaling kit. So when you head over to my website, it'll automatically, you could choose which tab you want to go to. Obviously, if you head over to the journaling t- kit, um, it divides, it has journal prompts and um, basically mantras and challenges that you can do to get yourself out of a funk, whether you are suffering from high anxiety, which, hello, I do often, <laughs> um, whether you are just having a little bit of trouble keeping positive thought patterns, again, I've been there, and um, whether you just want to practice some self-love tips. I mean, self-love's pretty broad, and we talk about that a lot, but it's there for you in, uh, in case you need a little bit of, um, just a little bit of a jump start into what you can figure out is your best self-love routine. Um, these are things that I've personally done for years. Um, I, I know what it feels like to, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, I know what it feels like to have everything on paper and when people look into your life, it looks like you have a great one. And then I know what it feels like also to feel like it's off. Like only you know when your life is off and only you know when something needs to change. And I know it can be scary to make a change. And trust me, I'm I'm still living through it for the last, um, you know, year, almost a year since my breakup and like my big change in life and, and dealing with everything that's followed that. Um, but only you know when it's a little bit off and you don't always know how to describe it and you don't know always like people aren't always going to relate um people look at external validations right so when I was trying to explain to people that I wasn't feeling very happy in my life you know but you have this 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 and this like you look at all the things that you have it's like yeah I have all these things but they're still not making me happy I'm still pretty upset so just kind of tuning in on the inside and listening to that. And then from there, of course, that is what stemmed my eight weeks to um, becoming a vibrant badass, the vibrant badass that you are. It's probably the world's longest title. I really couldn't think of one that described it perfectly. And that kind of just popped into my head um, when I was 
making some notes on the program. So I made this program, it's eight weeks long, and it basically just, it's a structured program, it's a group program that hones in on things that you can do to help you step into your vibrant badass self and what makes it so great is that it's not just me and you working together it's also a group of ladies that are going through the exact same thing i make sure that i pair you up properly there's a facebook group there's an accountability group um and we're basically just gonna like gear you towards your goals so whether you just want to like be more confident with yourself. Um, you want to learn how to set boundaries in your relationships. You want to grow your business, like whatever it is. Um, you know, get rid of self-conscious beliefs, uh, subconscious beliefs, not self-conscious beliefs that are limiting you from stepping forward into your career path. Whatever that is, if you just need a little bit of boost, if you just need like girl community, like a girl place to just hang out with each other. Um, and bounce ideas off of each other. This is a great way to do that as well. So we are starting April 8th, which is next week. That is when I'm going to start my intro calls. Um, and then it's an eight-week program from there. And then you get uh, two calls with me. And then every week is a new call uh, with a group call. So I hope that you guys... I hope that you guys check it out with me. I am really excited about it. I know it's a really great program and I can't wait for you guys to reach out. Um, you can head over to my website and and check that out um, with like scheduling a call with me or like it's under the let's work together tab or uh, head over to my Instagram. If we're not connected yet, I wanna hear from you, please. Um, my Instagram handle is by Felicia Baird. B-Y-F-E-L-I-C-I-A-B-A-I-R-D. And um, I'm going to stop talking now. So I hope that you guys enjoy this podcast with Meg from getglow.to. Don't forget to follow her. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast if you liked it. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about it. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. So today on the podcast, we have um, Meg. Meg, what's your last name? It's Gage. It's just spelled very weird, but it is pronounced Gage. Gage. Okay. I just like, I, keep, <laughs> I just feel it's like Meg from Get Glow T.O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Meg Gage um, from Get Glow T.O. here in Toronto. And um, we're just going to be talking about all things acne and, um, you know, how we can, uh, how it's a, well, I mean, it's a struggle in everyone's day-to-day life. Um, I think that. It's. I mean, it's definitely a huge struggle in mine. Um, is it really common among adults? Yeah, especially young women. Um, it's honestly from uh, post-pill is like the biggest kind of influx of acne clients that I get. So oftentimes women who have never experienced acne before and are going off the pill at like 28, 30, and their faces are just kind of exploding just from the hormones kind of being out of whack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's definitely what's happening with mine. I was on the pill. I had bad acne when I was like um, in grade seven and grade eight. And they put me on the pill. So I've basically been on it for like 15 years. Yeah. And then I got off of it um, and it just blew up. You did you did a post on that, like an Instagram story about like how people go on the pill a bit too soon before your hormones are developed. So it's like your hormones just haven't balanced out ever. 
Is that yeah, right? well, it's a, so it's a, I went on, so I had a similar thing. I started getting acne at around 12, maybe even 11. Like I, I started getting it very early, which meant there was obviously a hormonal balance going on back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was put on the pill at 12, which is yeah. way too young for so obvious young. reasons. I had maybe had, you know, maybe at most three, four cycles of a period, um, which again, is not enough to have regulated any hormones. Yeah, but like ugly face. Hello. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's like the worst time. Yeah, it's it's not a great time. Although, I mean, nowadays, I feel like girls with all the makeup, no one is going through that ugly stage anymore. Oh, I know. It's like wild times. I'm jealous. Yeah, like what? I was like straightening my hair with like an actual iron and wearing like (laughs) bright blue. You know, we did that too. So funny, like right before the bar. So yeah. bad for your hair. <laughs> oh, so bad. And then you'd always have a kink because you obviously couldn't get right to the root. It's just <laughs> so yeah, true. Like what what a what a time it was. Anyways, um, so yeah, then I was put on the pill at twelve and I didn't go off it until oh god, twenty-two maybe, twenty-one, twenty-two. So you can imagine my skin actually exploded because I already had I was one of those cases that already had acne to begin with, went on the pill for this fix. And it just would end up exacerbating everything else later in life. Mm -hmm. And so is that kind of where you found your journey of wanting to heal this? Or were you already on that path? (laughs) No, no, no. I so (laughs) went off it. And when I say my skin exploded, like it really exploded. And so did my back. Like my entire back from shoulders down to basically where like my sacrum was, was like covered in angry painful cysts Mm -hmm. and then my entire face was just like covered and it was it was just so irritated so inflamed and just mad and I hadn't experienced that before just because I'd been on the pill for so long and it was keeping things at bay I mean it was never perfect but I still got like the occasional pimple I was never by no means like I always had to have like a really good skincare routine in place like I you know I always cared about my skin I was always wearing makeup I didn't wear a lot of like bare face around university and stuff like I don't remember ever not really like taking care of my skin Um, and then, so essentially I was obviously desperate for a solution, but I did not want to go back on the pill because once I got off the pill, apart from my skin, I felt amazing. Like I felt like I I just got my life back, my like mind back, my body back. It was a really crazy experience in that sense. But then it's that double-edged sword because you're dealing with skin that's just, horrendous mm-hmm. um so obviously I went the like traditional route I did dermatologists um they put me on like every cream under the sun tons of antibiotics like oral antibiotics and topicals um I was doing every single facial I could you know possibly think about chemical peels lasers like extractions that were just so painful I was like in tears the whole time oh. Uh, it was awful, awful, awful. Especially because now I know that you're not actually supposed to extract cystic acne. So it ended up scar. Now I have tons of scarring from it, which is really unfortunate. So my advice, actually, as a side note, if you are dealing with that, like please don't get extractions. It's like a really, it's not a great thing to do. Like blackheads and like little little whiteheads are much different than cystic, angry, irritated, inflamed pimples. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and so then, but the people that are doing your skin though, would they not know that? They should. Um, yeah. The problem is that estheticians like aren't a regulated profession, so you got to be careful. You yeah. can't just kind of go to anyone blindly. You have to really do your research. You need to make sure you connect with the person, ask them a bunch of questions, make sure they know their shit essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, 
I, I saw a lot of people that didn't know their shit, unfortunately. Um, I was just too young. I didn't really realize. I also didn't know this, right? I mean, you don't know this without kind of going through it or being educated by someone who's gone through it before. And yeah. there aren't realistically like many acne specialists out there that do this kind of work. Like it's either, it's like pretty much either someone who just believes in like supplements and the internal work or someone who just believes in the topicals and like antibiotics and medications. Like there's not a lot of bridge between the gap, which is why I created my programs based out of like, like such an innate need to like have some sort of program like this that just doesn't exist for people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I saw then like when that wasn't working, I saw every practitioner under like the sun, like from modalities from like traditional Chinese medicine to naturopaths to nutritionists. No one could help me. Everyone everyone made it worse. Um, and I had spent just so much money. And I, you know, I was pretty desperate and pretty low. And I kind of had had thought that this was it. Like this was just, I had to be, I had to accept it. And this was what my skin was going to be like. And the depression was real throughout mm-hmm. this all too. Like it was a really low point in my life. Like I've been through a lot of traumatic stuff. And this really tops, tops it for me. Um, living with something like that, that's just like on your face and something that you're constantly looking at in the mirror, your reflection. It's, you know, it's a pretty hard thing to go through. Um, so I decided to finally just take control of it myself because no one else was able to help me. Um, so I enrolled in the Institute of Holistic Nutrition, nutrition here in, um, Toronto. And as I started learning about that, plus like all my years of trial and error, plus like all the things I had picked up along the way from, you know, some different modalities, uh, I was able to heal my skin myself and it took a long time. Like it was a lot of my own trial and error. How long Um, did it take? Oh God, like from start to finish, like to a point where I was like maintaining clear skin, it was probably like two years. Oh wow. Yeah. And it was, yeah, a lot because healing internally takes, takes a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was learning about the body and things were starting to click. Like I had no idea your adrenals could be causing acne or your gut. Like I, I didn't, I didn't understand it. Like to me in the way that I'd always been told you know, it was just like a genetic condition, which it is like part of it is that, but you know, it's nothing more than you, you know, you either take topicals and like you have it under control or you don't. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand how like the liver, the lymphatic system, hormones, like I I had no, the pill, like having taken the pill for that long and then getting off it, I was like, oh, I had no idea. This is like that much of a connection. So yeah, it was a wild ride. Um, but I was able to fine tune it. And then obviously born out of that was just once I was finished school, like, of course I was going to do this for other women. Like that was just a no brainer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, how much did it feel good to like take that power back into your own hands? Yeah, it was awesome. And I think that's what I also tell all my clients too. And I try to preach to people is that even when you're working with someone like myself, you're still in the driver's seat. Like, you know intuitively what you need to heal and you really got to listen and hone into that inner voice and inner power as well because I never want you to feel... I always felt like I went... When I went to doctors or, or different... whatever, like Even like natural practitioners, they were just like the authority and they were, they were taking control of my health and I was just kind of like left with questions and I wasn't allowed to ask questions and it just... It felt like I was powerless So that's something that I never want anyone else to go through, especially for something as emotionally charged as skin, where 
it's not just going into a doctor's office and that this is what would happen you'd go and i hear this from all my clients you go into a derm's office for example they hardly look at you they write you a prescription for either accutane the birth control oral antibiotics or a um topical treatment and they send you out the door they don't care they don't care that you're that this is like crippling emotionally psychologically so triggering that you're sitting there crying i've had people tell me that the doctor they've went to has googled acne in front of them to give them a solution (laughs) like what that's yeah i mean i remember going to the acne clinic when i was a kid and man like my whole face is covered too and i mean I just remember her saying it has nothing to do with what you're putting in your body. Like it has nothing to do with the food that you eat. And yeah. so and so I went through like my whole life being like, well, it doesn't matter what I eat because yeah. none of it has anything to do with my acne. And it's almost like when you're young like that, of course, you're making any excuse to like drink pop or eat popcorn with butter or whatever. For like, sure. <laughs> but um, even just at that age, like it's so emotionally draining. And I didn't Ugh. think... I didn't think it would affect me as much when I was older because, you know, you're more confident in yourself and, you know, your day to day and it just still sucks. Like waking up, like even, um, like even Sunday I woke up and I just, I thought that I had my skin under control and I just Mm -hmm. looked in the mirror and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, where did this come from? So it's just so, it is so emotionally draining. So for people to not understand that when they're prescribing something to you, it's insulting really. Yeah. And I think like... Honestly, and I say this too, I really don't think you should get treatment from for acne by anyone who hasn't had it themselves. Like I truly, truly believe that because no one gets it. Mm-hmm. You can't specialize in it because you haven't gone through it yourself and you haven't like understood the complexities to healing it. Yeah, for and sure. And you also can't relate to your clients. Like you, you just don't understand it. And so much of my program is emotional support and like psychological support. And without it, I mean, it's really hard to fully heal. Mm-hmm. When you started doing this as a business, um, how, like, it must, it must have been kind of easy for you to be able to connect with people. Was Instagram your, like, your go-to? Yeah, it was. And it's so funny because I was, I'm, like, really not into Instagram or social media. Like, I'm pretty old school. Um Like, I had a personal account that I maybe posted on, like, once every six months. And throughout nutrition school, everyone was being, like, you need to get, like, this is important. You need to get Instagram. I was, like, no, no, no. Like, I'm not going to do it. My one girlfriend was, like, Meg, like, you have to. Like, this is just part of it. So I was really scared because I knew nothing about it. Like, I hardly knew. I didn't understand tags. I didn't understand. Like, I didn't understand how to do stories. Like, it was crazy. But, and not to mention, Putting yourself out there, like I started putting my before and afters, which I had shared with no one before, right? Like that was just kind of for my eyes only, just to track my progress. Um, So that was like a scary but like really powerful thing for me to finally put that out there and be like, this is me and like this is how I healed and, you know, this is what I'm passionate about and I want to help heal you. And it just like, it happened really organically from there. Yeah. I mean, were your first, were your clients mostly Toronto-based at first? Uh, actually, no. I, th- I think my first two clients were actually in the States. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't that so we funny just, how that works? Like, yeah. sometimes my clients are, like, in Africa. I'm like, yeah. how are you finding me? Yeah, it's a crazy thing, Instagram, like, who you get to connect with. Like, I've got clients. I would say, honestly, the majority of my clients are international. Locally, like, there's probably only, like, 15% of people that are from Toronto. Wow. Which is pretty low. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... 
Yeah, that's that is pretty low considering you're so local. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know how it works, but yeah, it's it's mostly a lot of people in the states and a lot of people in the UK and Europe. That's so interesting. Yeah, it's super cool. It's really cool. I mean, when I'm connecting with someone like in Finland or Australia, <laughs> I'm just like this is wild and mm-hmm. also so cool to be able to help someone from so far like talk about different time zone, you know? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so rewarding. Yeah, it is. It's um, the most rewarding job ever, I have to say. Yeah. I mean, good for you for taking that in, like, I'm, like, to take that into your own hands like that because it's, so when, when girls come to you, or mm-hmm. men, um, when they come to you, like, what are, is it mostly just also for the emotional support? Um, it depends. There are some, like, the cases vary. There are some that um, are really psychologically struggling, Um, And we have to do a lot. We spend a lot more time than others dealing with that aspect of it. Um, It's a, it's, then there are some that don't really, they're not bothered by it emotionally at all. So it's, it's an interesting dichotomy because they're not everyone feels the the same um, in terms of like the, the triggers, but the ones that do all the triggers are the exact same. So it's, it's the obsessive compulsive looking in the mirror. It's the picking and squeezing. Um, it's that constant negative self-talk loop that is just, you know, you're being brutal to yourself on a daily basis. Um, but with acne, it's, and I'm sure you can relate to this, it's all you think about every single moment of every single day and even dream about it is acne. Like it is, it takes over your mind. It really does. Like anytime, even when someone's like staring at me for an extra five seconds too long or something, I'm just like, it's because of my acne. Totally. And that's just where your mind automatically goes. And Mm -hmm. like I said, like I, I would dream about getting like more breakouts, wake up panicked, feel it all over my face or like go to the mirror right away. I get, it's very emotionally taxing. Mm -hmm. So would you say the emotional aspect of it also, but does that cause more breakouts? Like if you're not... Like for sure your emotions yeah yeah so that's why I wanted to create that emotional component because if you're not dealing with it it's such a big impediment to healing um like it's a it's a huge part of the process so I basically like I've created these journal exercises for um all of my clients basically to reroute negative thoughts and try to kind of like gently change thought patterns into being instead of like when something comes up and you get a breakout it's all of a sudden automatic tailspin into this like crazy rabbit hole which I know we can also all relate to anyone who has acne understands that I got a really bad cyst which I I, this is very uncommon for me Um, I'm trying new product that's supposed to make me purge even though I know that it freaks me out right because it's Mm -hmm. your worst fear is the acne coming back, right? And that's sometimes where your head goes, even when you get one bad spot, well, oh my God, it's coming back. And and this like panic ensues. So um, yeah, it's trying to kind of find, I have a bunch of tools in place for clients basically to deal with their varying psychological triggers. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So when I, I mean, I've been pretty open on my podcast about the fact that I went through a breakup last year. Um, and like just it was so taxing on me and I'd never put that connection we broke up in like May or I guess I officially moved out in like July but Mm -hmm. 
I didn't make the connection until probably January. I just started like researching everything about acne because I was mm-hmm. just like, this is just getting so out of control. I don't understand where it's coming from. Like I'm watching my diet. Like I just started going through the checklists, um, taking supplements, but then it didn't occur to me that it could be stress levels. And I For don't sure. know why that didn't occur to me, but I was just like, fuck, like I've, I'm so stressed out. Yeah. Like, and I've just, I haven't been not stressed since since the breakup so um it's like finding that balance of I mean I'm slowly like I'm starting to become less stressed out now and I'm trying to control it more but um yeah anytime that I like have like a panic attack or something like that I find like my skin is the first to suffer from that for sure and like there's a huge connection with trauma and skin right like It's very interesting, too, like a lot of my clients who have had like skin issues, like pretty. And when I say skin, like chronic, where you've had it for more than like four years, like this isn't just like a tiny breakup that clears up in six months. Like these are like you're in the trenches with with us. Like you get this, like you've been going through it for years and years and years to like no avail. Um, Have usually had some sort of like trigger event, like some sort of trauma in their lives that has just spiked an insane amount of stress and that's when the skin started getting really bad which I find I would love for for I don't know if they exist um I haven't actually looked but for someone to do like a study on on that too it would be really interesting to see the links mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to like fix that for sure yeah. because yeah, I try to become I try to like calm myself and do like meditation and stuff like that but like if I just have like one day of panicking a all hell breaks loose. And I'm like, yeah, Are you kidding me. <laughs> especially if you're acne prone, right? Like that, and I've said that a, a few a few times on my posts and stuff too. Like because I'm acne prone, and like anytime I'm stressed or anytime my body's even under stress, like it shows up in my skin, right? Like other there are other things like people get like eczema flare outs when they're stressed. Like skin is like a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Psoriasis outbreaks, like herpes, like cold sores, like all of it. If you do the research, it's all tied to stress. A lot of the breakouts. Wow. Is that mm. like, do you, do you know why? Well, just- yes, essentially because when you're stressed um, and cortisol is released, basically your body is just, all the hormones are fluctuating. And um, when cortisol is released, it tends to kind of steal from progesterone. Um, so all the hormones just end up being completely out of whack and your body is just in this state of perpetual kind of like uneasiness, right? And it's not calm at all. So it's kind of like overworking. It's like a fight or flight response, right? So mm-hmm. it's like you going through a breakout, your body's responding the exact same way, you know, so long ago to seeing like a saber toothed tiger. Like it does, <laughs> we haven't learned how to differentiate that, right? Which is crazy. Um, but that's that's the problem, right? So you go into this mode of like high alert where your body's just pumping all these like hormones like adrenaline and you're just going through mental stress. So have you ever noticed like when you're having a panic attack that it's so physical? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So like, like that's why. And then your skin's freaking out on account of that because you don't have any of like these calming hormones to kind of combat it. Yeah. It's so interesting how the body's just so connected. Um, But yeah, when you're younger and you're going to doctors and stuff like that, they never make the connection. No. And you know, it's, I'm very happy that, that some are branching out more into like functional medicine and, and I'm really lucky. Like I have a doctor that is, um, he really appreciates like Eastern philosophies as well as Western, but it is really hard to find. And the problem is 
Like, for example, nutritionists aren't covered by insurance. So, like, it's an affordability thing, too. So then it becomes, like, an access issue where, like, it's what I do should be covered under insurance so someone with acne can get proper help and afford the proper help to, to fix it without taking Accutane or the birth control pill. Mm-hmm. But it's not. So it's it's a, it's a really tough one. It makes me, it's it makes my heart hurt a little bit because I do, I you know, there are tons of women out there that struggle and can't afford to do all the supplements and skincare and, and consults that they need to get clear, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, this is so interesting to me. Do you um so one of the things that Meg and I discussed was doing a Q&A. Like yeah. to, and so I put out an Instagram questions and I got a couple questions um asked. So do you want to dive into this? Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um actually I have two questions of my own that like I just picked up from this yeah. uh <laughs> for sorry, sure. guys. My questions are first. Um <laughs> when so I was thinking about so now I have kind of like acne scarring and stuff like that. So yeah. I was I was looking into getting um, facials, mm-hmm. and you said, now you just went on about facials earlier in the podcast, um, you said to really know what kind of facials mm-hmm. that you should get. Yeah. Uh, I guess my first question would be like, what kind of facials should I get, um, especially if I still have active acne? And mm-hmm. second would be, uh, you said to ask your questions, like what kind of questions would you ask someone that's about to do a facial on you? Yeah, so um, first of all, I would just make sure to go to a spa that is recommended, probably recommended, well, I mean, I can recommend a spa, but um, <laughs> recommended by someone you know. I really like North Medical Spa in Toronto. So the thing is, I would go to a medical spa over just like a like a relaxation spa because mm-hmm. the product um, in a medical spa is, is going to be better suited for acne. So the issue, like, going to... I'm not going to name names because that's not what I'm about. But anyways, it would be, like, heavy on the oils, um, things that are clogging for skin, really heavy on the extraction. So those are things that you want to kind of steer clear of. So, again, medical spas are usually safer bets. And I prefer um, people doing the hydrofacial because the extractions are through like a little vacuum. So they're non-invasive and they don't actually like puncture the skin. So they suck it up without actually like making a huge indent or making it bleed everywhere, which I mean, we've all, if anyone's had extractions, like it's, it's not, it can be a gory scene, especially if it's like a big cystic one that they're not supposed to pop. So <laughs> hydrofacials are good because it's only they only use acids. So acids are completely safe for acne-prone skin. Um, there's a little bit of extraction at the end, and then you you will purge a little bit as you do after facials, but it's not at all like um, the traditional picking squeezing method that you know most estheticians do. In terms of questions, I think I would just ask them, well, what's your approach to acne, and see what they say. And if they seem knowledgeable about it. Okay, give it a go and just be like, I'm really uncomfortable with you ta- with you extracting anything that um, isn't like easily pulled out to get to come to the surface. So really anything that's a small whitehead or blackhead's fine. Anything else, it's let's leave it alone. Um, and then what what products are you using? Like, does it have any pore clogging ingredients? Do you believe in oils? Those are all the things that I would ask. Okay. Yeah. Those make yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I'm like I'm just figuring out if I have like if when the active acne goes down like I do have like scarring on the side that doesn't seem to be going away so yeah um, and that's hard um and another one I'm actually going to on 
Wednesday, I'm getting a hydrofacial from there. They have a good promo on right now, actually. So anyone in Toronto, it's Clinique du Mode. It's in Leslieville, and they have the hydrofacial on for $95 for all of March. Ooh. So that might be something to look into um, if you haven't tried it, because it's it can be like 150 to 200 other places. So I would I would suggest maybe giving that a go. And it is because they use acids. It is good for scarring. My skin really wasn't the best state it was in when I was doing monthly hydrofacials. But you know, sometimes your bank account suffers. You have to stop which I've, I've done, but I'm going to get back into it because I've just noticed with the winter, my skin's been just pretty congested. Um, so they're another sp- a med spa that I would suggest, if you're in Toronto, um, checking out. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm right down the street from that. So yeah, you are. I know. You should get book in, book in with them for March. You'll love it. Oh, amazing. Thanks for that. Um, yeah. Okay, so one of the questions which relates well to this topic is um, how do you fix hyperpigmentation? So the active acne is gone, but then like I'm – I don't really have like deep scars. It's more mm-hmm. like just literally red bumps that they're not even bumps. They're just red marks on my face yeah. that like won't go away. So part of that's genetics. So depending Thanks, on how Mom. you scar, yeah, I've got really bad hyperpigmentation too, and it like mine lingers no matter what I do. So if you're lucky, um, there's obviously certain products that um, take away hyperpigmentation. Vitamin C is a really uh, big one. You have to be careful um, because vitamin C can, for some acne prone folks, be a bit reactive. So I would, any of this, I would just recommend patch testing for a week, seeing what happens to your skin. A purge can be normal, but a purge is basically like little whiteheads coming to the surface and they're not angry, they're not cystic. So that's, if it's if it's like that, I wouldn't worry about it. Continue on for, you know, a couple of weeks and see how it goes. Um, and then retinol is another really great product for hyperpigmentation. Again, start super, super slow. Don't slap that on every night. Even so, like if you're using, try to find one that's like a really low strength. Um, and kind of work your way up, like start with once a week, maybe max go up to, to three times a week. I, I really don't think you need more than it and make sure you're doing it at night. And then sunscreen is the biggest one too, because basically the sun is just going to darken any of those spots. So you should be wearing sunscreen every single day, every single day, even oh, in the wow. cloud, cloudy days, like even in Toronto winters, I wear it every single day. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Everyone says to wear sunscreen, but I, I don't know. I've never really taken it seriously, but now I will. <laughs> you should. Yeah. It's it's like, it's up there with being like my number one, it probably is my number one skincare, uh, acne, acne skincare favorite. Wow. Just because it, yeah. And it anti-aging too, right? Preventatively, we should all have been wearing it since we were 12. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I didn't start till I was like 25, so it's fine. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. And then what supplements would you, like, do you have like a go-to supplement? Uh, I mean, other than now sunscreen? Yeah. <laughs> sunscreen is on the list. That's a hard one because it really does depend on what the root cause of your acne is and what we're doing. And uh, I can give you a very general. So generally you want to make sure the gut's working. So a high quality probiotic. Um Collagen's great just for the gut and for the skin. Uh, Zinc tends to be like pretty good for most just because it blocks the bad conversion of testosterone to DHT, which is what forms pimples. So a lot of people have success with um, zinc and uh, fish oils are are a good one too. Like a lot of healthy fats um, Mm -hmm. and then the more greens, the better. Like just load up on fiber, load up on greens. Um, you know, a lot of it is diet based, right? So if you can have a foundation of just like whole foods and you're eating organic where you can, you're getting a lot of those vitamins and minerals from there as well. 
Man, I just feel like I just want to go back to the person. It was called the Acne Clinic. Uh, and I just want to go back and be like, no, it was a Mississauga. Uh, just want to be like, you're a liar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, girl, I got told the same thing from every single person too. And now, and and now, when people say that, you're just like, you just nod and smile. Okay. Yeah, or like you know? the people okay. that don't have um, <laughs> sensitive skin, they're like, yeah. have you tried this? Yeah. I know. Have you tried giving up dairy? Like, of course. Do you think I have? Am I living under a rock? Do you think <laughs> I have not heard of the freaking connection between dairy and skin? Thanks yeah. very much. I know. My friend said it yesterday. She's like, sorry. And I'm like, it's fine. Yeah, no. And it, you know, it's that's a tough one too, right? Because people are trying to be helpful, but it's such a sensitive one, especially for if you've tried everything and you're just so frustrated at your wit's end. You just don't want to hear it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, does, how do you stay confident with acne? I mean, I guess this is, like, more um, individual-based, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so much of it is acceptance, skin acceptance. So, for me, the biggest turning point was when I realized, and honestly, I want to say that was only really, like, this year, last year. Um, Like, I'm never going to have perfect skin because Mm -hmm. that doesn't exist, first of all. Um, That everything I'm looking at in, you know, magazines and on Instagram is edited and photoshopped and... You know, that some people have really great genes and they do have beautiful skin and that's great for them, but that's not what mine is. And it will always be blemished and I will have scars and hyperpigmentation and I needed to let go of an unrealistic expectation that it was going to be anything other than that. Um, So that's super helpful as well. And it's just being kind to yourself, right? It's focusing on the things that you, like, love about yourself. And my I don't think I'm, like, I don't know that I'm ever going to, like, love, like, love, love, love my skin. But I accept it. And I think, you know, it's gotten me to, it's gotten to such a good point of being clear. And I'm really happy where it is right now. Um, but, you know, confident, that's a tough one, right? Like, it's a lot of internal work to, to gain that kind of inner confidence, I would say. So it's working through, like, all those journal exercises that I had mentioned. Like, I do those too. It's it's self-affirmations for me, especially when I begin to, like, tailspin into kind of a bad, dark place. So things like my favorites being, like, I'm more than my skin or I have clear, beautiful skin. Mm-hmm. Um, those are really, really helpful. And, yeah. those I would yeah it it takes time I think you know the more you live with something like this like chronic skin conditions are really tough and taxing and it's a bit of like an up and down journey and a roller coaster I'm sure you can attest to that too like you have good skin days and bad skin days and I would say too like on the days you're having good skin days like fucking celebrate them you know like you feel great like take sexy selfies and like you know just enjoy and embrace your skin and I think that's important too yeah, totally. Yeah, it's so important. Just I am more than my skin. I love that. I wrote it down. <laughs> yeah, that it's a that one's my favorite. There are a bunch, um, but that one's the one that's always resonated for me. Just to not let myself be defined by my skin, and no one is right, and like no one else is thinking that except you. You're your own harshest critic. But again, like it's a mindset thing, and and everyone knows like anyone who's dealt with like any like chronic illness, like chronic skin condition, whatever it is, um, knows how hard the mental aspect of it it is. Right. And even getting to a point where you've kind of overcome it for the most part, like those demons are still so deeply embedded in you. So when you, for me, like when I get a cyst, I, it's, it's, it's conscious work for me to not let myself get into that dark place even now Mm -hmm. because they creep in. They do. They totally creep in. Mm hmm. Oh boy. Um, when you said that when you 
Okay, so when people come to you and you figure out a root cause, mm-hmm. what does that process look like for anyone that's looking to come? Yeah, so I send, out a bu- I send out a big questionnaire, um, my intake form, which gives me a bit of a snapshot into what their history is with their skin and what's been going on. Um, I also ask for, if they're virtual, pictures of their face, all three angles, natural light, makeup free, so I can kind of also see the acne because that matters too. Like, where is it concentrated? Um, what type is it? Is it cysts? Is it just kind of congestion? Is it closed comedones? Is it whiteheads? Is it angry? Is it not? Like, there's so much can be can be seen from a picture as well. Um, and then I also want to know, like, all the products that they're using um, makeup-wise and face care-wise so I can kind of check ingredients and see if that's an issue. And then we we talk for an hour and dive really deep into their skin history, their health history. Um, if they need the, kind of that emotional, psychological support, we get into that as well. And from there, I have a really good idea of what's going on, where we need to start. And I devise basically a customized plan for them based on nutrition, supplements, lifestyle, and skincare. And then, of course, um, if you do my like Get Glow Holistic Healing Package, then you get the emotional support work as well. So it's very in-depth. Like, there's really no stone left unturned. Um, we kind of go through absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like you've covered all the bases, which is yeah, so important. Like, it is. like I said, like I've, I've found people that... Uh, really just work on the external and then there's some people that work on the internal. So it's amazing that you bridged the gap. Yeah, Um, thank you. What was probably the most rewarding part of like your journey so far? Um, It is by far getting the messages I get from my women who I clear their skin and things like I've never been in love with my skin like this before or I had the confidence to go on a date and I haven't had that in six months or I can go out of my house without makeup now, thanks to you. Like, it's just the most rewarding thing ever. Like, my job is to literally give women their confidence back, and I don't, like, you can't get better than that. It's mm-hmm. just been, it's my, my heart is, like, constantly expanding day in and day out, and I also get to meet women from all over the world, and, you know, it's one of those things, and people in the wellness industry say this all the time, where your clients are just, like, meant to be your clients, and you attract what you what you need to – you attract the ideal client, right? Like, it's the same thing for them, finding you in these divine ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been able to just – like, every client I have, like – I've connected with on these like crazy deep levels and that also for me I'm like a big I love you know deep conversations and intimacy and real in friendships as well so that's kind of been awesome too where I've I've actually met a lot of women that I've even though they're off my program and they're clear like we still talk and I think that's just really awesome as well oh making friends I love that yeah always <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't like to make friends <laughs> exactly that's awesome um yeah uh, I think that, I mean, I have a, a couple more questions. Maybe she one more and then. Yeah. Cool. And then, so some of the stuff we've already spoken about, um, someone said, how do, why do I have a bunch of acne foaming, uh, forming, foaming, forming <laughs> around my chin and my neck area? So that would, I mean, I would assume that that's hormonal. Yeah, it's definitely hormonal. Um, it could be a mix of things. It could be too high testosterone. Um, the estrogen progesterone balance is definitely probably off too. Um, so I would be able to tell a lot more from doing an intake, but it is, yeah, that that's the hormonal area. Anything that's on basically chest, jaw, neck, back and kind of like if you had a beard anything there that's all hormonally related Mm -hmm. 
Now, would you suggest that someone, um, I, when you had mentioned that you didn't know that like adrenal fatigue could cause yeah. acne, um, is that something that you'd suggest someone going on? I mean, it's kind of right over the counter. Just Sorry. Like adrenal pills or am I saying Oh, that? like supplements? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like, so first things first, yes, adrenal fatigue can absolutely cause acne again, just because of the spike in hormones. Um, so adrenal supplements are great. I really just don't recommend blindly taking supplements unless you have basically consulted with a nutritionist or a naturopath, someone who has education around the body and your specific issues as well. Because the thing with adrenal supplements as well is some are stimulating depending on like what is going on with your adrenals and some are not. So like if you're getting a blend and you're just blindly taking it, so I've had clients where they've gotten like heart palpitations, they haven't been able to sleep, like crazy stuff. So it's just, even though they're natural, it's still, they're still supplements, they can still do damage, right? So mm -hmm. if you're wanting to go down that path, and adrenal fatigue is like a very complicated thing to heal from. Like my adrenals are completely shot and I've been working on them for, oh God, like five years and I'm like, wow. still go I'm still going. So it's a really hard thing to properly do even with like the expertise um of my nutrition degree so i would just yeah recommend just consulting with someone who knows knows what's up mm -hmm. yeah definitely all right cool um this has been such a good podcast i've been looking forward to it we've been trying to make this yeah, happen forever um, I but i was like looking forward to it all day i'm glad um, so was i oh thank you so much for being on do you have any other tips or tricks or advice for anyone going through it yeah, I think be patient with yourself. Um, don't compare your progress to others. It's really easy to get. I used to do that all the time too. Like, and even some of my clients, I get emails because I have some girls who, in two weeks, like they're making insane progress, and others it takes a couple months. So your journey is your journey for a reason. And one day when you're on the other side of it, and I can say that having gone through it, you will be very, very grateful that it was the exact way it was. It was that exact journey because that's what you needed to go through to basically um, learn a lot about yourself and your body and, and connect with your body a little bit more as well. And then, yeah, just be really kind to yourself throughout it. And if a pimple comes up, know that they're normal and it's it's not, you know, that's something too that I would really love to see more of and it's starting to shift, but just normalizing acne and pimples and, you know, having, having models with acne in TV and like print ads and stuff, like that would be awesome. So my face story does like a really good job of that as well on Instagram. She's really amazing. She does like a bunch on acne positivity. Mm -hmm. um, but the more we normalize it, the less women will feel shame to have it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely got the stigma around yeah. it. Yeah, totally. and it doesn't mean you're unhealthy. There's just something out of whack. And like you just, like you'll find it doesn't, like you could be eating the, the best diet and taking all the supplements and doing all the things. It could be mindset, right? Like mm -hmm. that's, you know, it all comes back to there's some sort of connection in the body. So it's it's just trying to be really patient and kind with yourself throughout the process. That would be my biggest word of advice, honestly. Yeah, I love that. It's it, everything comes back to how you're thinking about yourself and yeah. the environment that you're in for sure. And trusting like you will get there. Like yeah. there is an answer, you will find it and your body will will not give up on you. Like you will get there. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm Always. For sure. Always. Um and then where can people find you? 
Yeah, so my Instagram is uh, getglow.t.o, and then my website is www.getglowto.com. Amazing. And then you can find, yeah, I have a bunch of like uh, before and afters and testimonials and all that. And then my website you can get to from my Instagram too. So, and DM me with any questions or if you need to connect or, or anything. I'm always here for people as well who are going through their own journeys. Yeah, you're, and she's so fast with DMs, guys. So. I am. I am a good DM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. I am. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Meg. I really appreciate um, you being on. Of course. Thank you for having me. No problem. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.